Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout Podcast, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now, your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we are hanging out with Coley Blank, one of the mothers in our Homeopathy Hangout membership. Welcome, Coley. Hi. <laughs> it's so lovely to have you here today. We've walked uh, quite a bit of a path with each other the past couple of years, and I was wondering if you could share with our audience how you first got introduced to homeopathy. Yeah. Um, so hi, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. I hope that I can remain calm because it is something that I'm actually so excited about. I just think homeopathy is incredible and the way it's helped our family. Yeah, it's been a wonderful journey. But um, I first found out about homeopathy actually in my early 20s. And when I bumped into this Arnica in the shop, I was like, oh, okay, maybe Arnica is just this thing. And, you know, I took it to um, help with some bruising and then kind of completely forgot about it and moved on. And it wasn't until I had my first child in my early 30s that I again stumbled across this chamomilla this homeopathy in the um, health food shop and I straight away remembered how incredible it had been when I'd used it. So purchased as much as possible because what sleep-deprived mother doesn't want to help her um, teething child to sleep um, but was was sorely disappointed when I realised the big chunky lactose-based tablets, um, yeah, he obviously couldn't do anything with them. So I started looking into it and that's when I stumbled across Eugenie and, um, yeah, it just, everything unfolded from then. Um, something as simple as helping my child with teething just led to the most mind-blowing personal growth. Um, yeah, and it's been really lovely having it. And that was about 2018, hey? Yeah. When we stumbled yeah. upon each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very mutual mutual feeling, and we'll get into that shortly. But can you maybe share some success stories with us? Like what sort of things have you used homeopathy for in your home? Oh, gosh, where to begin? There is oh, so many things. So perhaps I'll start with some of the nice, um, lighter, cute things that we've used it for. So Arnica, we use Arnica a lot for our bumps and bruises, um, hyperichium. Kids are constantly getting the ends of their fingers jammed in stuff. Yeah, they're probably our big two things. If I get into perhaps some of the really intense things that we've used it for, I might get a little bit teary, but I feel like it is so important to share these things because if I could help any other mother go through what we went through, I would love to. So, um, yeah, when my daughter was five weeks old, she woke in the night screaming and was hotter than I could ever feel. We, yeah, went to the hospital where she was diagnosed with meningitis. And before I know it, we were cascading into all these things. And, yeah, I obviously had an incredible support group of mothers that use homeopathy. I had Eugenie, so I got in touch and they all rallied together. And before I know it, I had Belladonna 200C up at the hospital with me. So alongside the doctors, one of the doctors actually knew about it and said, yeah, if that's what you're open to, I'll support you with it. And then I would essentially be dosing her every 15 minutes with the Belladonna 200C and the doctors were doing things like um, spinal injections to see what the markers were. It was scary, but... It was incredible to see um, the rash change and calm. And I think that was literally after three doses of the Belladonna 200C. So we continued that. I stayed up all through the night and dosed her literally every 15 minutes for the first night. 
Come the next day, we checked in. Um, she was doing so much better. She was calmer. She was no longer hot and flustered. She was feeding. The rash had subsided. That we stayed in hospital for the week. And, um, yeah, I continued to dose her with the Belladonna 200C. And, um, yeah, she made a full recovery. So, yeah. I really have to start wearing waterproof mascara for these interviews. Because, <laughs> you know, and she's over a year old now, hey. Yeah, and she's thriving. This kid oh. is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. And um, I love, you know, how lucky were you to have a doctor there that was supportive of homeopathy because unfortunately, you know, that's not the case in a lot of places in Australia, even though worldwide homeopathy is often used alongside conventional medicine, but we're just not quite there yet here. But that's my 10-year dream that we have homeopathy in hospitals alongside the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. So yeah. I just think, yeah, they, they definitely can complement each other when, when something needs support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not give it a roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What sort of other things have you used homeopathy for? So let's move to some of the fun stuff, which <laughs> has definitely been the constitutional remedies. Um, oh, I, again, don't know where to start. We've had quite a few different constitutional remedies. Mm-hmm. I think it's often been described as peeling back the layers. Um, I'll talk about the ones I've given for myself. And I think my favourite one is the butterfly remedies. So I've had two. I've had the Monarch and then I've also had the Morpho. Um, or the blue morpho, the monarch butterfly remedy. I'm sure lots of other things helped to unravel with that. But the biggest thing I noticed was one day I was walking along with my mum and I can't actually remember if it was spring, but I just found myself drawn to the flowers. And my husband laughs because I'm not someone that likes flowers. He'll buy me flowers and I'll lovingly gift them to someone else because for me they, they do nothing but... Since this butterfly remedy, I am just obsessed with nature. I find I stop to smell the flowers. I'm really intrigued by watching the bees on the flowers. And I just have this new openness and love for it all. And I actually gave my son a dose after he was watching some screen because I could see he was frazzled and was having a hard time disconnecting from it and coming outside. And instantly he stopped what he was doing and raced outside with me and was barefoot playing outside with me. And I was just like, wow, it was amazing. You have just, um, you've just taught me something new. I wouldn't have thought to give that to a child who, you know, had obsessed by the script or affected by screen time. And I was just having a interview with a homeopath this morning. We were just talking about um, how our clients are our best teachers. You can go and study as much as you want, as many years as you want, but your best teachers are your clients. And your case was very special to me because I had just been learning about the butterfly remedies and then you came along. And there were some of the themes that I thought, oh, this might be a butterfly remedy, but I had never used them before. So I went and purchased all the homeopathy books that I could. And I said to you, can we just try some stuff? Like, will you be my sounding board? Will you be able to try this out for me? And from you using these remedies and giving me feedback, it has actually empowered me to learn the remedies better and then help others. So I want to thank you with all my heart for this journey and for you teaching me how to use these remedies. You're very welcome. Thank you. I've thoroughly enjoyed them. Yeah. Um, We ended up specially ordering in some those remedies from Scotland because a lot of them we couldn't find over here or even in Europe or in America. And we ended up finding them in Scotland. So, yeah, that was quite a fun journey in itself. Um, So tell me, Coley, 
how have you managed to build up your confidence with homeopathy? What sort of things have helped you the most to become a confident home home prescriber, which is what I would call you now? (laughs) Yes. I I really love it. Like, and I actually love it. It's taken my husband a little while to kind of get into the same level as me, but he loves it just as much as me now. And he's constantly saying, can I read that book? I want to check what I could take, you know, for this cough, but it's been incredible. I love your support. And I feel like whenever we've had a, a cute thing come up, I can always bounce off you if I'm unsure, but yeah, the books that you've recommended and even just really connecting in and sometimes letting the kids, you know, I bring out, the four containers we've got <laughs> yeah and you must have a couple of hundred remedies now <laughs> we've got a few yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and sometimes it's literally just their intuition like I'll put out a few that I think might be right and yeah a lot of the time they do they actually get drawn to what they need and I find it's absolutely incredible but yeah so funny you say that just this morning my assistant said oh my daughter's ear is a little bit sore and I recommended a remedy to her. And she's like, that's the one that she wanted to take herself. And I asked her why she took it. And she said she just felt drawn to it. So, yeah, yeah so interesting. And in our membership group, which, you know, over 700 mothers now, so often we see photos in there, hey, of the mums taking a little photo of their little two-year-olds or even younger with the remedy saying, this is the remedy that they chose and they've taken it and now their cough is better. So uh, children Incredible. are very intuitive, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And I love what you said about getting your hubby on board because uh, this is our third uh, Empowered Mothers conversation, just chatting with mums about how they use homeopathy in their daily lives. And the other two interviews said exactly the same. Their husbands were so skeptical until they had great results themselves and now they're on board and they use the remedies themselves. So that's wonderful when the dads get on board. It really is. It's amazing, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, you have an amazing group of friends who all use homeopathy as well, and it's creating a little bit of a village by itself with you all supporting each other, lending out remedies. and Yeah, yeah. yeah if anyone ever needed anything, you know, I'm more than happy to share because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And I feel hmm. like homeopathy is kind of at that level. It's all about love and connection and sharing and energy. And yeah, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for mums who are listening to this podcast, who are tempted to dabble in homeopathy, what's, what advice would you give them? What, what sort of things have helped you on your path to become a better home prescriber? What sort of things would you tell them to help them along their journey? Hmm. I might actually need to have a little think about this one. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's so many MLM companies out there and people that get paid kickbacks or they do it, you know, what I feel is the wrong reasons. But I feel like with this, and especially with you as a homeopath, you're just so genuine. And I feel like that was one of the biggest things that drew me to you. When I met you, you were so passionate about this and you really got the sense that it it worked and it was for a nice reason. And the longer I've known you and the more I've used homeopathy, I can see why. (laughs) It's just absolutely incredible. And it's not a gimmick. It's not an MLM company. You know, someone at the top makes a lot of money. It's genuine passion about something that can genuinely help Mm -hmm. um so i would say if anyone's interested in looking into it just give it a go and you'll see the results for yourself yeah what are some challenges that you've personally had with homeopathy so what sort of things have been a little bit tricky for you Hmm. i would say the only thing i've had challenges with is coughs but coughs are a hard one yeah (laughs) they are they're so challenging but Mm -hmm. The more I learn about symptom pictures and different things, the more empowered I feel. Like um, recently we did, there's been so many coughs going around 
and um, my daughter actually had RSV over Christmas and um, it was that horrible vomit cough where a lot of children mm. were ending up hospitalised. And I'd recently listened to a podcast about coughs and straight away I was like, Ipecac. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed it out. I think within three doses she was completely fine and was running around. So my husband, that was the turning point for him. He was like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would say coughs has been my challenge but I don't take it as a negative thing. I take it as an area to learn to grow. So, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Uh, what sort of remedies, uh, what other remedies have you used most in your home? Because you've got a, a busy boy as well and your daughter and uh, you guys are close to the beach. So I'm sure there's lots of outside outings. Like what's, what sort of other remedies have you used a lot? Yes, it's so funny you say that actually because it's winter at the moment. So we're not outside as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, summertime, soul. We use a lot of soul because we like to support our bodies but still enjoy that vitamin D. So mm-hmm. that kind of comes with us in our beach bag. Um, it's quite funny. I've got little kits for different things. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I always take um, apis and mm-hmm. soul down to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, that way if there's any bees or anything like that, we're covered. Our biggest uses would probably be arnica. I feel like kids are kids and kids like to explore and have fun. And it's nice to kind of just stand back and let them do their thing and know that you can support them if they do have a tumble or a fall. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we've often got Akana and um, Arnica ready to go for the playgrounds. Mm-hmm. And they're our, they're our biggest acute ones, our ongoing ones, Chamomilla and mm-hmm. the Teething Ultra Remedy. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just need to stash bottles everywhere. <laughs> There's nothing like... I think a teething baby to get you converted to homeopathy. And I have had to giggle at the start when you were saying about buying all the bottles of chamomile for your teething baby because, oh, teething camp, like my son was a horrible teether and my daughter was, you know, just breezed through it. Um, I don't know, were your, did you have two, two bad teethers or? I had one that managed to get all of his teeth, like a full mouth, including molars, by his Mm -hmm. first birthday. Mm -hmm. And then Aurora was completely different. She just, her teething would go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But then I discovered calc carb and calc phos and her teeth like pop through now. It's amazing. So, yeah. That's amazing, hey. And as your prescribing's often gotten better, I mean, chamomilla would work in probably 80% of cases for teething, but then there's some other things, like you were saying, where the teeth are slow to come through, then calcarb is such a goodie. And yeah. we all have such different personalities, different energies, like, um, you know, just tuning into your child and how they um, respond differently. Before we started recording, you mentioned that you now have a booklet where you are recording all the little symptoms. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, now have a little booklet. So because we're continuing our constitutional journey, um, if I see just little things that I think, oh, that's interesting that you do that regularly. So for my son, he, he talks a lot. And I know children do talk a lot. But I've noticed it's actually a nervous talk. If there's silence, he feels the need to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've jotted that down. And for myself, noise, again, I know a lot of mothers <laughs> might find noise overwhelming. But for me, yeah, I really notice it. If um if there's too much background noise or the radio, I feel it in my body. It's like this build up. So yeah, I've written that down for myself. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, like I said to you, I, I confessed earlier <laughs> that I have always thought it would be such a good idea. You know, I thought about this so many times. I'm embarrassed to admit I've never done this, but um, maybe I'll have to edit this part out. <laughs> but if, yeah, you know, my my target and my dream is to get a mum while she's pregnant, preferably before she's pregnant. So you can use homeopathy all throughout pregnancy. And then 
once the baby is born, um, you know, homeopathy is completely safe for newborns, it's completely safe during pregnancy. And that's what drew me to homeopathy is that, wow, I've got something I can use when I'm pregnant because, you know, there's so many contraindications when you're pregnant. And then I had this great idea that I was going to get a booklet and write down all my children's symptoms whenever they sick, what the type of cough was, what made it better, what made it worse, what remedy I used, which ones worked and which didn't work. Um, my son is 10 next week. <laughs> I have not got that book yet. <laughs> but I really encourage other mothers to get a booklet like this. Write down all those symptoms, the remedies that you've used, and it's going to become such a great document for you for treating your children later on. And like I said, maybe even... Take it, giving it to them once they're older, they might use it when they treat their children and see what, what remedies work for them and maybe it will work for their kids. It would actually be really beautiful to see whether it does continue to be passed down along the generational lines or if once you've peeled back the onion layer, that constitutional remedy, you know, it's just one that you read about and reminisce on. It would be, yeah. Yeah, we should maybe start I'll have another baby just so I can do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe don't let your husband listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when you said about constitutional prescribing, so my target audience for this podcast uh, is the general public, and a lot of people are not going to know what that is. So I thought yeah. I'll quickly clarify that a little bit. Basically, with constitutional, I'll, I'll do my definition and you do your definition. So um, constitutional prescribing is basically when you're coming to see a homeopath and you'll have uh, a sore toe and you'll have migraines and you'll have hair falling out and digestive issues. We look at your whole symptom picture on a mental, emotional, physical, spiritual level, and then we try to find you one remedy out of the more than 8,000 that encompasses these symptoms and matches your unique energy. And maybe you can tell um, listeners a little bit about your experience as a homeopathic client as well. What was that experience like for you? Because some people are actually quite shocked when they walk out. They didn't think that they would cover so many different topics like what was the experience like for you and for yourself and for your children yeah actually one thing I do want to mention is for anyone that does come for a constitutional remedy don't be afraid to share your information um especially with Eugenie because she is absolutely amazing and it's not about judging anything that you do I know I say this because Thuya came up for me about mm -hmm. being genuine and mm -hmm. being okay with who you are mm -hmm. and since taking the Thuya I've really come full circle on that and I've got goosebumps <laughs> it's been uh, I love Thuya mm -hmm. um and funnily enough um Austin has done really well on Thuya as well mm -hmm. like just learning to be more comfortable in his own skin not needing to be anything different but if you come for a constitutional remedy Take a deep breath and be okay to share everything because if you miss something out, it's not that anyone's going to judge you. It's that Eugenie can help you better. Mm. And, yeah, so just be okay with sharing all the information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always giggle as well because my memory is so bad. So I will sit there yeah. and take the case. And literally by the time I've sent your prescription, I've forgotten what you've told me. <laughs> and, and obviously everything is completely confidential. The password, the, the computer is password protected and fingerprint protected. So we work our butts off to keep your information safe. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Actually, that's a very valid point. Yeah. Were, the, were you surprised by any of the questions that were asked during the consultation or... Um, um, yeah, anything else that you would, some, somebody had no idea and they step into their consulting room and they get asked all these weird questions. <laughs> totally. I think, yeah, the first time I had a constitutional remedy, I actually feel like the first one might have been for Austin as well. Mm, I think so. Typical mother, you always try and put your children first. But um, always. once I'd succeeded with him, I was like, I need to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I definitely think, yeah, all the questions 
all the questions, I was like, I really had to have a think about it because until someone asks, you actually would never have thought to watch and figure that out. Um, I'm trying to think of any of them that I was like, wow, that's left field. But I think because I'd already spoken to you a little bit and I knew some of them might be weird, I was prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yes, come in with an open mind. And if Mm -hmm. someone asks you something weird, know that it's for a good reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, something else I was just suddenly thought as we were chatting is um, aggravations. Now, sometimes when you take a constitutional remedy, there can be some initial aggravations. So have you experienced any of those with yourself or your children? And and what were they like and how long did they last? And what was the experience like for you? Sure. So I've never experienced an aggravation with an acute thing. Um, and trust me, my children have tried. Um, I try and keep the homeopathics up at a recent, um, a decent level, but my youngest, yeah, she's next level. She'll find whatever she wants. And she likes to self-prescribe too. So <laughs> she, I've been meaning to get a video for you. <laughs> but, yeah, um, mm-hmm. she took a whole bottle of aconite once and I was waiting, waiting for, for an aggravation and nothing. Mm-hmm. But... And we true. see that so often in our group. It feels like there's at least once a week there's a photo of a mum with empty bottles saying, my child ate all of these remedies. And, of course, homeopathy is so safe. So, you know, can you imagine? Because we've also had a mum in the group who said their child accessed their ADHD pharmaceutical medication and, you know, raced to the hospital and everything else. But, you know, when you have that same thing happen with homeopathy and use the homeopathic remedies, it's completely safe. So there's absolutely nothing to worry about. So there's that peace of mind as well. Yeah, it is actually incredible. But Um, with constitutional remedies, have you had some aggravations there? um, So I've had, um, so not with a constitutional remedy, but with a detox remedy. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm actually an open book because I truly feel like everything that's happened to me in my journey has really, yeah, empowered me to live a happier and healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I actually did... um, the HPV vaccination detox mm-hmm. and yeah whilst on it I had I had what I would call maybe aggravations or maybe just reliving the things that happened to me after I'd had the vaccination I do have specific memories afterwards of having a really hard time with my emotions and um, getting severe headaches what I would call depressive moods and stuff like that and I noticed it um, not on the first couple of rounds, but once I got to the higher potencies that are more for your emotions, um, wow, it came flooding back. And I'd prepared myself in case this had happened and I'd spoken to my husband and I said to him, I can feel it. I feel it coming up and I need you to support me. Mm-hmm. And for probably 48 hours, I just cried. Yeah. And had, yeah, terrible headaches. Mm-hmm. Um but on the tail end of that, it was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders and my whole body felt better. My um, symptoms on my endometriosis had actually completely eased. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, once I'd completely finished the whole course, yeah, I've had no endometriosis symptoms since. So, wow. yeah. Absolutely incredible. So I had a giggle before when you said about warning your husband because I often say to my clients, just warn <laughs> your husband, you might be out of sorts. But you know, that's so powerful that you've said because of all the vaccine or all the pharmaceutical medication detoxes that I do because we do steroid detoxes and Ventolin detox and antibiotic detox, general anesthetic detox, anything you can think about. I think the Gardasil vaccine detox is the one which has made 
I find clients have the most improvement with. So women who have had a lifetime of painful periods, heavy periods, loads of clots, they do this detox and suddenly they have what they realize is the first ever normal period in their life. And they're just so relieved because of something that you have to go through every single month and you find that relief is pretty amazing. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Of course, yeah. <laughs> now, um, just before we finish up, tell me about your three favorite remedies for you personally and why. Ooh, okay. So definitely the two butterfly remedies. I actually love them. And although mm-hmm. I've done like a constitutional course with them, I do come back to them. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, coming into spring, I can't help myself. And I still go off intuition because, you know, you don't need to give the body what it doesn't need. Mm -hmm. But if I feel drawn to it and I take it, I just feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel really lovely. And I would have to say for myself, the third one is actually Thuya. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if it was just the way I was brought up, um, but I find Thuya for me just really resonates that it's okay for me to be me. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. They're probably my three. Yeah, Amazing. Now, um, you have got some very exciting things brewing in the background, and I know you're not quite ready to reveal it all yet, but is it okay if I put you on the spot and you can hear it all first on this podcast about Coley's yeah. new plans? <laughs> that would be lovely. Yay. Um, I do. So I think, again, this probably comes with the three-year and feeling confident and comfortable to be yourself. I feel like since having children, my priority has become them. And for the past five years, I've kind of just been so immersed in being a parent and what that means. But I'm noticing that I don't need to go back to what I did for, yeah, a job because it doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I'm feeling so drawn to doing something that I'm passionate about, which is being with my kids but also with my son's journey and I don't want to use the word struggle, but I suppose the way he helped me to Mm -hmm. maybe heal some of my food journeys Mm -hmm. was um, that I'm going to start a little business up on making nutrition fun for kids. Mm -hmm. So essentially food can still be fun. It doesn't need to be forced and it doesn't need to be taught. It just, we just need to allow them space to embrace it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a children's nutrition course. Yeah. Amazing. And as somebody who has tasted some of your raw treats, I can totally um, attest to the fact that they're delicious. I think it was must have been a year, maybe more ago, and I dropped some remedies off to your house and you came running out and you're like, here you go, I know you're busy, have this. And I just munched it all down and it was so good. And your timing was perfect. I was starving that day. I remember it vividly and it was just absolutely amazing so where would people find out more about it because i know your website's not even up yet your domain name's not registered you're just about to launch this so how do people get in touch with you Yes, um, so you can, well, within the next week, my website will be up and running mm-hmm. and um, my business name is registered. So we're just going website. So it's Nourishing Bodies, Nurturing Minds. Oh, so beautiful. all about nutrition for the body, but allowing them to understand why we choose to eat those foods that are good for us. And mm-hmm. they can still be fun and tasty as well. Yeah. I can't think of a more perfect person to do this business because you have got such a bubbly, beautiful, open, passionate, loving personality and your kids are just a picture of health. So you are such a good advertisement for what it is that you're doing. I had to laugh right at the start of the interview. You said, when I was in my 20s, da, da, da. And I'm like, you still look 20. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to take that but 
I didn't even think to put any nice makeup on today <laughs> because Suya makes me comfortable with who Yay. I am. Yay, <laughs> wonderful. Um, I wish you all the best and I want to thank, thank you so much you. for teaching me, helping me on this journey and um, sharing your story with the mums out there. Um, you have got such a special place in my heart and uh, I look forward to seeing all the amazing things you're going to do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much and just, yeah, Thank you beyond anything I could ever say. Thank you for you really have changed my life in the most amazing way. I'm so have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.